So it is peak Hallmark Christmas movie time right now, guys. In fact, we are probably in the final push. The biggest Christmassy movies are going to be coming out this weekend and through the following week as we lead up to Christmas itself. And there's a lot that we can learn from these movies as business people. So today, I am going to share with you the five business lessons we can learn from The Christmas Prince and all of the hallmarky Christmas movies that are out there right now. Hi, I'm Dr. Brenna Murphy. I am the Marketing Medic, here to help you put your energy where it counts and see the simple strategies and patterns in the complex world of marketing your business so you can spend more time serving your people. But let's get back to our Christmas Hallmark movie and Hallmark type movies and see what can we learn from these um, 90 minute piece of entertainment as business owners. Lesson number one, sell what's already selling. Hallmark Channel itself releases something like 21 new Christmas movies every single year. 21 new movies around Christmas and the holidays, the topic of Christmas and holidays, every year in a month. So they have basically almost a new release every single day for all of, you know, for November, December. Why do they do that? Why does one channel that's on basic cable make 21 movies a year just for this one season? Because people watch them, because it is a huge draw, and it has become what they're known for. So what people don't watch a lot of are horror Christmas movies. Sure, they exist. There's the Kraken or um, Krampus. There is um, a few silly, tropey um, Santa horror movies. But even the horror channels aren't making 21 new horror Christmas and holiday movies every single year, because that's not what sells. What sells are silly, happy movies around the holiday spirit. So if your product is unlike anything else on the market, or there's a few options out there, you might want to step back and say, all right, there's a reason nobody is buying this. What is it? And what can I do to get more in alignment with what's already selling? Two, you want to approach the thing that's already selling and the people who are buying what's already selling with love and joy and the goal of understanding what it is about that that they love. And I know a lot of people are super dismissive of the Hallmark movies in general, especially the holiday Hallmark movies. Because they're tropey. It's the same story told over and over again. There's like, you know, four variations of the story with mixed and match parts. And that's all true. But that's not really any different than Marvel movies or Mission Impossible movies or M. Night Shyamalan movies. Like, you know, when you have a type of movie you like to watch, yeah, they're all really similar. They're predictable in a lot of ways. And you may turn up your nose at Hallmark. But even the art house movies are similar in the way that they present information. So you can't serve somebody from a state of disdain. And I don't see that a lot in the business world as much as I see it in 
natural medicine or um, some of the other worlds we're in, sort of the, well, these people just should, you know, they should eat two cups of spinach for breakfast every day. That's organic that they grew themselves in their backyard. It's not that hard. It only took me three years of setting my garden to do that. And I only spend five hours a week tending my spinach beds and hand picking off the slugs. Everybody should just do that themselves or <laughs> they should just exercise two hours a day. How is that so hard? So anytime your reaction to the decisions your clients are making is along the lines of, well, they should just do this instead. Watch for that. Reset and kind of pay attention to why they're making a different decision than they should make. But aside from that, you identify what they already want. And now it's your job to make it better. And this is where the Christmas Prince is going to give us four business lessons. Because the Christmas Prince, if you have not had the joy of seeing that movie, is a very Hallmark-like Christmas holiday movie. But it raised the game of that genre. One, it increased quality. The writing is better. The acting is better. The characters are more well-developed. It's a higher quality version of what people already like. So one, once you find what people like, make it better by raising the quality. Two, keep what they like, change what needs to be changed, and add some new features. So The Christmas Prince has spurred two sequels itself and a bunch of other movies by the same studio and the same kind of group of actors. So there's the Christmas Prince 1, 2, and 3. There's the Princess Switch 1, 2, and 3. There's the Night Before Christmas. And I'm sure there's a few others that I'm missing. All of those movies have people rolling around in the snow, people having a food fight, somebody tripping and being caught by the big handsome man, um, the magical character that shows up, you know, the crazily decorated house for you know, the and they're all set in some small little European kingdom <laughs> as part of kind of that storyline. All of those movies have those tropes and those are parts of Christmas movies and holiday movies that people like and part of kind of the hallmarky romance movies that people like. Now, they did change things that needed to be changed. The outdated trope of a high-powered woman who's mad at her world and super unhappy that goes to a small town and, you know, the magic of her life is all, everything's cured and she gives up her career. No, most of the women in these movies have their own career, keep their career, their career is really important to them, and they're also not bogged down or their career doesn't dissatisfy them. Um, you know, they have, again, more well-rounded characters, a not, you know, again, a higher level movie of this type, something from Tiffany's. The characters are adults. Nobody's evil. There's no, like, bad girlfriend that you need to break up with. They're all well-rounded characters with real concerns, you know, very honest, realistic issues, mismatches of desires, mismatches of communication, but there's no like good and evil. There's no rescuing anybody from any situation. They just move through the story in a way that makes sense. 
And you can believe how all those people got there with nobody being the quote unquote bad guy in the situation. And then we want to, you know, add fun, unexpected things um, or just new things. So, you know, sometimes they're not all set in, you know, European um, countries with royalty. <laughs> sometimes they're set, you know, there's nobody's rich, nobody's a billionaire or a closet millionaire. There's no small town. Um, sometimes they're all just kind of very normal people. And oddly, that is adding something new <laughs> to some of these movies. Three, make it connect better to your customer. And maybe that's where you come in as you being you, that just you sharing your information the way that it makes sense to you connects with people in the audience better. So one of the things that's happening a lot in the Christmas movie genre is a significant increase in diversity. You know, these movies used to be all pale people marrying other pale people and falling in love with other pale people. Now there's a very significant increase in diversity of skin color, same-sex couples being involved, um, you know, divorced and remarried, single people with children, and happily, like, <laughs> these aren't the sad side characters. You know, these are main characters. In fact, the Princess Switch, the main actress, is Hispanic. So increasing diversity, letting people see themselves in your story and how you present your information. And then finally, for surprising them, but in alignment of what they expect. So away from the Christmas movies, think about Quentin Tarantino. Let's say Quentin Tarantino was releasing a brand new movie, and you don't know anything about it other than the fact that it was made by Quentin Tarantino, and you have managed to snag tickets to an early showing. And you go with your other friend who also loves Quentin Tarantino movies, and the lights go down, and the movie starts, and it's animated, and the animated characters are singing a happy song, and the whole movie is happy Disney-like animation, and it ends with everybody learning a lesson, and growing and moving off in life, and there's no poetic violence, <laughs> there's no blood at all. You would be shocked you might even be angry because it's so not what you expect. It's not a good surprise. Same thing if you went to a Mission Impossible movie and instead of a big, crazy, stunt-filled movie, it's slow and there's dramatic violin music and they have slow conversations and it's kind of all sepia washed out and it's kind of an art house Oscar chaser movie. That's not what you went to see Mission Impossible for. Or if you sat down to watch one of these Hallmark Christmas movies and the main character is killed off in the first 40 minutes and then the other character spends the rest of the movie just trying to survive the death of their loved one. And in the end, there's, you know, them just staring off into space. That's not a good surprise. <laughs> now, a good surprise is something like um, a new movie that just came out, Christmas at Mistletoe Farm. It is a Hallmark style movie. But the main character is the father, the overwhelmed father, who moves from the big city to a small village. 
it's British. It's um, my mom is Welsh, and she had never seen a kind of a British style Hallmark movie before. So it's kind of going to another country. And it's really goofy and silly. It still has a lot of the tropes. It still has the things you expect. But it's surprising in fun ways or in alignment with the expectations, but different enough to be enjoyably surprising. And finally, you want to give people a beginning, a middle, and an end. Don't make people work unnecessarily. Have them work in a way where their effort matters, not where it's frustrating and it feels like you should have provided that to them as their jumping off point for the next level. So all Hallmark holiday movies and all of these holiday movies have a very clear ending. There is the two people get together in the end and are happy. That is the expected ending. There are twists and turns along the way. And even if the ending is slightly different than that in your per per genre, there is a definitive ending. And we want to do that with our coaching and training as well. Now, that doesn't mean the end is the end. Because like I said, the Christmas Prince had the first sequel, The Royal Wedding, and then Christmas Prince 3, The Royal Baby. And then we have the Princess Switch and the Princess Switch 2 and the Princess Switch 3. You know, there are a lot of, you know, you can keep taking people through the journey, but each segment should have a beginning, a middle, and an end. So those are the five business lessons from The Christmas Prince, where we meet people where they're at, we surprise, delight them, and elevate them in a way that is in alignment with what they're already seeking, but where they're also feeling lack. And then we give them a definitive stop point so we can now draw them further along the journey and they're willing to go there. All right, guys, I hope you are having a good holiday season so far. And I will be back tomorrow. I'm Dr. Brenna Murphy. I'm the Marketing Medic. Talk to you then.